is Generation Justice, a multimedia project that trains youth to harness the power of community through media, narrative, and critical consciousness. I'm Barbara Ramirez. And I'm Emilio Bovolette. Tonight, we've got an update on the 2019 legislative session. We will hear from Emma Jones of Learning Alliance New Mexico, who will tell us about the upcoming Student Advocacy Day at the Roundhouse. Adrian Carter, Carver, Executive Director of Quality New Mexico, who will tell us about the legisla legislation to build equity for LGBTQ plus New Mexicans. We'll also speak to Citlali Alex Tierney from Fight for Our Lives Albuquerque, who shares some gun reform bills. And don't miss our community calendar. Pero first, Poquita Musica, chosen by our youth producers. Here is Rise Up by Andra Day. You're broken down and tired of living life on the merry-go-round. And you can't find a fighter, but I see it in you, so we gon' walk it out. Move mountains, we gon' walk it out and move. Emma Jones is a proud Burqueña, born and raised in the South Valley of Albuquerque. She was a youth organizer and then co-director for the Southwest Organizing Project, and is currently a lead organizer at Learning Alliance of New Mexico. Emma has been an organizer for the upcoming Student Day of Advocacy with the Transform Education New Mexico Coalition, which includes many youth groups who work to improve education in New Mexico. Now, here's DJ Youth producer Mutaz Javert to speak with Emma about Transform Education New Mexico and the Student Legislative Day. Hi, my name is Mutaz Javed with Generation Justice, and I'm speaking with Emma Jones, an organizer of the Youth Advocacy Day. Welcome to Generation Justice. Will you please tell us more about yourself? Yeah, my name's Emma. I've been uh, born and raised here in Albuquerque, and I've been organizing with young people in the community for the past Uh, 14 years, um, and I started off with an organization called the Southwest Organizing Project, where we did a whole bunch of different youth advocacy, and now we're with Learning Alliance of New Mexico, and we do education policy advocacy work and youth organizing around education issues. Tell us about tonight's student-only advocacy training. Uh, today's event was set up um, at, for several different organizations that are a part of the Transform Education New Mexico Coalition. Um, we are all working collectively together to come up with solutions or recommendations um, that could help transform education in the state of New Mexico following the Yazzie versus Yazzie Martinez versus state of New Mexico lawsuit um, and looking to transform and ensure that multicultural education is at the very center of everything that we choose to do for education from now on moving forward. What is the training in preparation for? The training is in preparation for a community advocacy day for young people. We're going to be taking up a group of young people from, um, I think, six different organizations who are part of the Transform Education New Mexico Coalition. And we are going to be going for the 1000 Kids March, which is a day that is to lift up the need for more pre-K programs in the state of New Mexico, which is a really important piece as a part of this platform that we've been working on. And so it really was just for one 
to um, teach them about what the platform is and educate the students about like why their stories are so valuable and important, but also to let them know like this is how a bill becomes a law. And here's how you can like uh, be a part of having your voice be heard during that process, which young people don't have enough of and uh, which we need. We really need like more young people to have their voices be heard so that when we make these bills around education, they're they're like really effective and not just band-aid solutions to much bigger problems. Who are some of the organizations involved? Um, Learning Alliance of New Mexico, the Southwest Organizing Project, the Native American Community Academy, New Mexico Dream Team, Strong Families New Mexico, and uh, Fight for Our Lives Albuquerque are all part of the people that are going to be coming up with us on that day, as well as, uh, and everybody's a part of the Transform Education New Mexico Coalition. Will you give us an idea of some of the issues that students are planning to address at this day of action? Yes, definitely. So we're um, going to be talking to and sharing our stories around education as a general whole. But we're also going to be speaking specifically to the fact that there's a need for social services in our state. Um, social services are not being provided equitably across our state and they're not being funded. So we have a lot of like really good things that are happening and a lot of like inadequacies across the state. And it looks like a patchwork quilt of good services across our state. Really, it should look fair and equitably accessible to all students in our state. So like that's like one thing that we're going to be talking about a lot is about social services, um, around making sure that multicultural and multilingual education is prioritized in our state. Um, we're going to be talking about the need for pre-K services, for teachers to be um, properly trained and provided uh, with pathways to becoming teachers in our state, um, as well as funding overall for education. How can adults in our community support the youth in this legislative session? Adults can support young people in many ways, but I think one of the biggest ones that is often most overlooked is just listening to young people's stories. Um, I think that a lot of times it's often thought that young people like don't know enough about education or about um, what's happening to um, have an, an input or a voice, but I think that's really backwards. I think it's really wrong. I'm a parent to a 10-year-old. He's in the fifth grade at Reginald Chavez Elementary School, and I can definitely say that he has many, many opinions that are based solely on his experience, and they're fact. They need to be heard. They need to be listened to, and he has so many great recommendations and ideas for how to change the education system. I'm like profoundly impacted by everything he says, um, but all young people have that experience from the youngest to the oldest, and we need to be spending a lot more time as adults taking a step back and listening to what it's really like for them in schools, hearing their stories, and providing um, them with not only ways to have an Im like input on how we create our solutions, but like really ensuring that that they're a part of of making those things happen. Is there anything else you would like to add? Uh, Transform Education New Mexico is both on uh, Facebook, and we have a website where you can view the full platform. Um, we are also um, on our Facebook producing many little videos um, that are stories from our young people that really need to be heard. So if you want to check those out and um, you can either get involved as an organization and sign on to the platform. I believe there's like a link that there's a, that's available to or you can sign on as an individual member um, as well through that website. Thank you. For Generation Justice, I'm Matej David. Thank you, Emma, for doing the work that you do. Transforming education in New Mexico is very important, and I feel peace of mind to know that organizations are taking action. I'd like to thank you, Emma, for fighting for the youth in our education. 
We will be right back after this music break. The 2019 legislative session holds lots of possibility for LGBTQ plus rights. To learn more about some exciting new bills, we speak to Adrian Carver. Adrian Carver is the executive director of Equality New Mexico, an advocacy group that works to achieve equality and legal protections for LGBTQ plus people. Now here is media justice intern Edgar Cruz to speak with Adrian Carver. This is Edgar Cruz with Generation Justice, and I'm speaking with Adrian Carver, Executive Director for Equality New Mexico. Adrian, welcome to Generation Justice. Hi, thanks for having me. Adrian, will you please tell our listeners more about yourself? Yeah, so I am the Executive Director at Equality New Mexico. We are the state's oldest and largest LGBTQ advocacy, education, and outreach organization. Um, I've spent my whole life here. I was born and raised here in, in New Mexico, in Albuquerque, and um, since becoming an adult, really, I've uh, spent my career um, advocating for young people and uh, all kinds of marginalized communities across um, the state of New Mexico. And, and um, I'm really proud to be working with Equality in New Mexico to expand and deepen the protections for LGBTQ people here in the state. Great. Well, we're so lucky to have you. Um, tell us more about the work of Equality New Mexico. Well, so we're quite busy this year at the state legislature. We are leading on about six bills, um, and we are working in coalition with a whole bunch of other organizations on, on a bunch of other initiatives. But I think I'll, I'll focus on, on a few of the bills that we're working on um, We've had some pretty awesome action this week on um, Senate Bill 20, which is the bill that would allow people in New Mexico and New Mexicans to um, confirm their gender identity on their birth certificate. And that means um, people in New Mexico can amend their birth certificate to include an M, an F, or an X. Um, will be the seventh state in the country to allow for a third gender marker on our birth certificates. Um, the other important piece of that piece of legislation is that um, it, remo it removes the requirement for surgery. And so no longer um, does somebody have to, when they want to change their gender identity on their birth certificate, no longer do they have to undergo expensive, invasive, and discriminatory surgery in order to have a an identification document that reflects who they truly are. Well, thank you for sharing that. Such an important and vital piece to the LGBTQ community. Um, so can you outline some more of the bills, memorials, or resolutions that you and your office are tracking? Mm -hmm. um, so we're also working on um, an important rewrite to the state bullying prevention policies. 
Um, this is Senate Bill 288. It's called the Safe Schools for All Students Act. And what this is going to do is going to make sure that um, trans and non-binary, gender non-conforming, gender expansive students across the state are included in the protections of the bullying um, prevention policies. It's also going to um, standardize reporting requirements so that, you know, we have good data on um, what's happening across the state with regard to bullying. Um, and it creates a model model policy for school districts across the state to implement so that we make sure that all students, um, including our transgender and um, LGB students are are covered in this statute. So we're really excited about that one. It's going to have its first hearing on Monday, and um, we look forward to uh, it moving through the process. Um, another bill that we are following uh, that, well, actually we are, we're, we're leading on is Senate Bill 227. Um, this is the bill that would close the loophole that allows small businesses to discriminate against LGBTQ uh, people in New Mexico. So currently, if you work for an employer that has 14 or less employees, they're legally allowed to discriminate against you because of your um, real or perceived LGBTQ identity. Um, so we're going to go up and clean up that, that loophole to make sure that employers across the state can't discriminate against our community. And I think I'll talk about the other one that we have introduced, which is House Bill 388. Uh, that's the Gender-Free Restrooms Act. Um, it's an exciting bill that is going to require bathrooms that are single stalls, so single occupancy restrooms um, all across the state. It's going to require those to simply be signed gender neutral. So that means it'll just have to have a sign that says toilet or bathroom. You know, it can't be segregated into uh, men's or women's. It, it must be a gender neutrally signed bathroom. And so that's that's an exciting uh, piece of legislation um, to give our trans and, and LGBTQ communities a small signal that um, the state is a friendly place for our communities. But um, we're excited about the, the implications of that bill for safety of all folks when they're just using a restroom. Absolutely. And thank you for all of that work. Such inclusive, expansive, and really important work. And what legislation are you looking out for and what is getting moved around that we should be concerned? Well, so it's important for uh, listeners to know that Senate Bill 20 is heading to the Senate floor. We've got it through all of the, that's the Vital Records Modernization Act. Um, we've got it through all of the Senate committees and it's headed to the Senate floor. And um, if folks want to call their senator and, and tell them, that they want to see a third gender marker on our birth certificates and, and why it's important to have a document, uh, an identification document that reflects someone's true identity, that would be really great. Um, you can go to our website, eqnm.org or our Facebook or our Twitter to find out how to contact your senator. Um, but there's a lot of other stuff happening up here that have an impact on the LGBTQ community. Um, the, there's, a, there's talk about a minimum wage increase um, that that's a bill that is um, moving through committee. Um, it looks like uh, that might be headed to the House floor in the, the coming days. Um, there's a bill to permanently protect and decriminalize abortion. 
that is um, moving through its committee this week. Um, and a lot of other really important um, things like criminal justice reform, uh, paid family leaves, um, requiring universal background checks um, for firearm purchases, um, leveraging the land grant permanent fund to invest in early childhood education programs and you know, we're also following bills that make sure that folks have more access to health care, like a Medicaid buy-in program. So there's a lot happening up here and a lot that has the impact on LGBTQ people, our families, and all of our communities. Thank you, Adrian. And now that you've unspooled some of the bills, what is the possibility for making change in New Mexico for the LGBTQIA community? We're confident in the... Um, in the passage of a lot of these pieces of legislation. Um, you know, a couple of these, like the Safe Schools for All Students Act, um, has already been through, pretty much through the whole legislative process. The Vital Records Modernization Act was unfortunately uh, pocket vetoed by the former governor, uh, Susana Martinez. And so um, those at least are two pieces of legislation that we we think have already advanced, they've already been heard by many of the members of the legislature and they've already advanced pretty far. So we're confident that at least those two are going to be passed. Um, I, I think a lot of our, our pieces of legislation are um, common sense reforms um, that deepen and protect LGBTQ people like the Non-Discrimination Equality Act. I, I think that this legislature realizes that it's 2019 and, um, and this is an antiquated, um, out-of-date loophole that allows small businesses to discriminate against our community. So we expect that one to have good chances of going through. And we're really excited about the conversation around um, gender-neutral restrooms and inclusive spaces for uh, folks all across the state in public places. Um, so, yeah, we, we think that there's some exciting pieces of legislation that we, we're going to be able to, to get to the governor's desk and and we're confident that uh, Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham is going to put her signature on these pieces of the legislation, making them law. Thank you. And is there anything else you'd like to add? Uh, the one last thing I'd like to add is that we are working on a really fun bill that would allow 16 and 17-year-olds to vote in school district elections. And that bill hasn't been introduced yet, but um, we're really excited about the possibility of young and queer people having a um, direct voice in a government that um, has impact on their daily lives. So keep an eye out for that piece of legislation. We're excited about it. Ooh, absolutely. We will keep our eyes peeled. And again, people can visit eqnm.org for more information. Thank you so much for the work that you have done in New Mexico for all sorts of marginalized groups, but really for the LGBTQIA community from the Non-Discrimination Act to protecting safe spaces and bathrooms. So thank you, Adrian, for all that you're doing, and I know you're busy, so we'll let you go. Thank you, Edgar. I'm so happy to be back on Generation Justice. For Generation Justice, I'm Edgar Cruz. Thank you, Adrian, for fighting for third gender classification on birth certificates. I'm lucky to have a school with kids who respect and embrace how others identify themselves. I'm excited to see other schools do the same. Thank you, Adrian, for taking the time to speak with us. This next song is about embracing gender identities. Now, here's I Am Her by Shay Diamond. If you had to wear my shoes, you'd probably take them off too. Uh, 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 uh. 
back with an exciting legislative edition of our community calendar. Emilio, what's up first? Well, Barbara, there are a lot of important legislative events coming up, such as a Thousand Kid March, happening Tuesday, February 5th at the Roundhouse. The Thousand Kid March is hosted by Invest in Kids Now, who's calling for 1% of the land-grant permanent fund to go to early childhood programs. If you'd like to join the Thousand Kid March, you can head to the Roundhouse in Santa Fe on Tuesday, February 5th from 10.30 a.m. to 12 p.m. For more info, email nminvestinkidsnow at gmail.com. Are you concerned about New Mexico's environment? Well, stay tuned for our next legislative event, the Lands, Water, and Wildlife Day at the Roundhouse. Happening Wednesday, February 13th. It's a chance for all New Mexicans to join the Sierra Club Rio Grande to defend our land, water, and wildlife. Also, at the Roundhouse on Tuesday, February 19th, is a day to end mass incarceration. Join Young Women United, the ACLU New Mexico, Crossroads for Women and Millions for Prisoners. And Save the Children, Progress Now, and Los Cafecitos join this campaign to end mass incarceration. Join them at 10 a.m. on Tuesday, February 19th at the Roundhouse as they fight for criminal justice reform. Emilio, tell us about our last event going on. Coming up is the Student Day of Advocacy on February 5th. Let's take a moment to learn how one group, Fight for Our Lives, is working to bring new legislation to protect New Mexicans from gun violence. Fight for Our Lives is a youth-led organization that works towards safer schools and common-sense gun reform. Now, here's Fight for Our Lives, Vice President Citlali Alex Tierney, speaking with youth producer Bianca Mitchell. This is Bianca Mitchell with Generation Justice, and I'm here with... My name is Citlali Alexandra Tierney. I'm the Vice President of Fight for Our Lives, the New Mexico chapter of March for Our Lives. Uh, will, you, will you tell us a little bit more about yourself? As the Vice President of uh, the New Mexico chapter of March for Our Lives, I've been working with Fight for Our Lives to work towards common sense gun control in a minority-majority state because our state is disproportionately affected by gun violence as it is our gun death rate is 40% higher than the national average. And um, we want stronger background checks, restricted access to firearms for domestic abusers, and increased access to behavioral health services in all New Mexico schools. Tell us about some of the pieces of legislation that your organization is working on. Well, we're working for uh, support in House Bill 8 and Senate Bill 8, which is background checks for firearm sales, as it applies to um, all exchange of firearms. And uh, House Bill 87 and Senate Bill 31, which is social workers in all high poverty schools. And HB 87 is uh, domestic violence and firearm possession, because these are directly related to our legislative goals for 2019. Why is this an important issue in New Mexico? New Mexico is disproportionately affected by gun violence as um, we are a minority-majority state. Not only is our police department in Albuquerque more violent than the New York Police Department and the Chicago Police Department per capita, but uh, our gun death rate is 40% higher than the national average, and we have been leading in domestic violence against women for um, years. Is there anything else you'd like to add? 
We are always looking for new members, so if you're interested in uh, joining Fight for Our Lives, you can text uh, at FFOL to 81010. Thank you. Thanks so much. Thank you, Ciclali, for fighting against gun violence in New Mexico. It is devastating to know New Mexico's gun death is 40% higher than the national average. So thank you for fighting against gun violence. Thank you, Citlali, for all the work that you do. For you and Fight for Our Lives, here's a song about the power of young people. The Kids Are Alright by Chloe and Haley. We don't really care about the trends you like to follow. You know what they say, they're here today and gone tomorrow. And we're back with a special edition of our community calendar. That's right, Barbara. February is Black History Month. To celebrate and honor, we've got some events you won't want to miss. First, the New Mexico Black Lawyers Association and New Mexico Black History Organizing Committee is hosting a public conference on race and the law. The Race and Law Conference will be held Saturday, February 9th from 9.30 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. and will feature authors, scholars, and discussions on APD, jury selection, sentencing, and more. The next event is the Cortez Williams Lecture Series, hosted by UNM's Africana Studies Department. This series continues, the series continues the Wednesday, February 19th from 11.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. where Dr. Kyle Mays will discuss black indigeneity and indigenous rights. For more info on the Cortez Williams Lecture Series, visit africanastudies.unm.edu. And the fourth annual Black History Month barbecue and games event is on February the 24th. Yes, this is held at the Dennis Chavez Community Center at 715 Catherine Southeast. For more info, you can check the event page on Facebook. This event is hosted by Kendall's Vision. Thanks for joining us on our community calendar. Here is Lean on Me by Bill Withers. We hope you've enjoyed this hour of working toward justice. We'd like to thank our guests, Emma Jones, Adrian Carver, and Siklali Alex Tierney. 
Tonight's Hour of Radio was produced by Kiri Zuni and Roberta Rael. And thank you to youth producers Mutaz Jaber, Bianca Mitchell, and Edgar Cruz for your interviews. We want to give a big shout out to all our youth producers. We cannot do what we do without you. Generation Justice would like to thank KUNM for bringing the voices of young people to you, KUNM listeners. Our website is generationjustice.org, where you can check out all of our multimedia work and listen to our podcasts, which are also available on SoundCloud and iTunes. We're also active on social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Generation Justice is funded by the W.K. Kellogg Foundation with additional funding from the McKeon Foundation and the Conalma Health Foundation. Of course, all of you who have contributed to our project by visiting our website and clicking Donate. Our opening song is Youth of the Nation by P.O.D. I'm Emilio Bovalet. And I'm Barbara Ramirez. Coming up on KNM is Spoken Word, so stay tuned and join us next Sunday at 7 o'clock. We have some more uplifting gems to share with you. Here is World Go Round by No Doubt. La educación es la nueva revolución by Calle 13. Good night, New Mexico.